This is Aditi. This is Shreya. Welcome to SNA Stories Podcast. So, before we start our episode, we would like to say a few words. First of all, we would like to thank all of our listeners for listening to our podcast and subscribing to it. We would also like to thank our special guest for sparing their time for our podcast. And we would also like to thank Aditi's dog for not barking when you record. What? That's not in the script. Look, it's not. I know. But we can say some things that are not in the script. Fine, whatever. So, okay. So, now we can get to the story. Yeah. So, I think all of you are familiar with the Frozen movies. Yeah. We are going to do a small part from the Frozen story. Well, Disney produces some storybooks related to the Disney movies. So, today we're going to read a story from a book like that. Yeah, and this story is not exactly included in the movies. It's a story happened between the Frozen 1 and 2. Yeah, so let's start the story. The story is called The Royal Sleepover. Psst, Elsa, Anna nudged her sleeping sister. Come on, wake up. Elsa shifted, groggy. So go back to bed, Anna. It's still made of night. She said, I can't sleep. Anna flopped down on Elsa's bed. Then Anna smiled slyly to herself. She knew how to get Elsa out of bed. Wanna have a sleepover? This time, Elsa opened her eyes and grinned. That sounded like a lot of fun. While Anna went to her room to find extra pillows and blankets, Elsa headed to the kitchen to get the ingredients for her famous honeycombs. After all, a sleepover wasn't a sleepover without snacks. When Elsa got back to her room, she found Anna digging through the closet. She was looking for something. Aha! Anna cried. I knew it was you. Anna held up an old worn book. Her parents had read it to the sisters every night when they were little. Let's see, we have got books, games, and this face cream open. Gave me the last time I went to the trading post, Anna said. She opened the cream. It looks kind of goopy. Elsa laughed. Let's save that for later. Elsa looked around. It had been a long time since she had had a sleepover. So, what should we do first, she asked. Anna was ready. How about we build a fort, like, like when we were kids, she suggested. Anna stacked pillows and blankets around the room, making lookouts and hidden caves. Meanwhile, Elsa created icy tunnels and snowy turrets. This is fun, Elsa said, putting the finishing touches on an icy archway. I think we should add a smack. Elsa felt something soft and feathery hit her back. She turned to see a fallen pillow and a giggling Anna. Oh, no, you don't, Elsa yelled, launching a snowball at her sister. Anna ducked, squealing in delight. Olaf came to the castle to see what the sisters were up to. Elsa explained that they were having a sleepover and invited Olaf to join them. A sleepover? Olaf asked, excited. Oh, I've always wanted to have one of those, he paused. What's a sleepover? We'll show you, Anna said. Come on, I bet you'll be great at pick-up sticks. Anna was right. Olaf was a natural at the fun game. Anna was great at work of art. She gets the drawing and sculpture every time. Charades proved to be a bit more challenging. 
all of to spread his body this way and that, making frantic gestures and grinning widely. The sisters didn't know what the answer could be. Finally, Elsa had an idea. Olive, are you acting out summer? She asked. Yes, he cried. You're good at this. Elsa laughed. Maybe it's time to do something else, she said. How about a scary story? Anna went first, using her spookiest, most dramatic voice. She even held a candle up to her face, casting eerie shadows on the wall behind her. According to legend, the hairy hooligan only comes out on nights like these, looking for his next victim, she said. How do you know when the hairy hooligan is around? Olaf asked. He lets out a low moan, Anna answered. Ooh. A sad whine echoed through the room. Whoa, that's really scary, Anna, Olaf said, impressed. Uh, Anna blinked. That wasn't me. Ooh. The cry sounded like it was coming from outside the castle. A sudden noise made them all jump. Elsa, Anna and Olaf ran to the window. A shadowy figure was walking towards them. Stay there, Elsa said, running down the hall. But Anna and Olaf followed. They couldn't let Elsa face the hairy hooligan alone. Elsa opened the castle door and the friends peered into the darkness. Olaf held Anna's hand, bracing himself for the hairy hooligan's pointed teeth and sharp clothes. But it wasn't a monster after all. It was Sven. Sven! Elsa called out. What's the matter? Anna took one look at the reindeer and guessed what was going on. You couldn't sleep, could you Sven? She patted him gently on the nose. I bet Kristoff is snoring and keeping you awake. The trolls said his snores are loud enough to start an lake. Sven noted. You should come to have a sleepover, Olaf said. From what can I tell, there's what? very little sleeping involved. Soon, the group was happily settled in Elsa's room. Anna got Sven and Olaf to try the face cream from Oaken, and they all laughed as the goop slid down their chins. How about another story, Elsa suggested, holding up a book. Excellent, Anna agreed. She fluffed some pillows and she, Olaf and Sven got comfortable as Elsa began reading. A little while later, Anna finished this, Elsa finished the story. She looked up, hearing the sounds of heavy breathing around her. The rest of the slumber party had fallen asleep. Smiling, Elsa put down the book. She gently tucked in Anna, Olaf and Sven and climbed into bed. Then, with one last look at Anna and her friends, Elsa too drifted off to sleep. The end. Well, that was a great story. Yeah, I know, right? Actually, I love Frozen movies. Me too. And the hairy hooligan, that part was kind of nice. And then, like, you don't know who to expect because this is actually a, a picture. There's um, pictures in this book and um, if you... Um, they're like this, this shadow of the horns. Well, Actually, it's, the it's horn Sven. Sven. It's the horns of Sven. Yeah, but to if you look through the window, it looks like the claws of the hairy hooligan. Like he has sharp claws. And it, is real. Yeah, it's just a scary story. It doesn't have to be real. But Anna is actually a really like a great spooky storyteller. Mm-hmm. That's true. Okay, so now 
How about we do an Akbar and Birbal story for the short story? Yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do it. But before that, actually, we didn't exactly do a lot of discussion about the Frozen story mm -hmm. because we don't want the episode so long. Yeah, because we don't know how much time all the listeners have. So, um, well, we don't want it to be so long. Yeah. yeah, so we didn't discuss about it too much. And I think everyone understands the Frozen story. Like, if you already watched the first and the second Frozen movies, you will... Well, you don't need to watch the second one. So yeah, this, the first? this first one, yeah. yeah. So you will actually understand. If you don't, then what you can do is watch the Frozen movies, maybe, uh, the one and maybe even two, and then try listening to the story again. Trust me, it's a great one. And if you think we haven't discussed it enough, or you want to discuss it, then... Share this podcast with your friends and you can discuss it with your friends. Yeah, actually we didn't actually uh, discuss much. So actually you can discuss it mm -hmm. on your own or with your family or anyone actually. Now why don't we get to that story? Yeah. The Mango, Mango tree. tree. Once two farmers, Ramu and Shamu, came to Birbal seeking justice. Husu. There is a mango tree on the edge of my farm. It has always belonged to me, and now Shamu claims it is his. Husso, the tree rightfully belongs to me. I have watered it from the time it was a sapling. You may go home now, but present yourselves here tomorrow. As soon as the two farmers left, Birbal sent for a trusted servant. Go to their houses at dusk and tell them that some mangoes are being stolen by the thieves. Report their reactions to me. When Ramu heard the news, I have some urgent work now. I will look into the matter later. As soon as Shamu heard the news, he ran out towards the tree with a stick in his hand. The next day at Bebel's school, the tree obviously cannot belong to both of you. Please tell me the truth. To whom does it belong to? To me, yelled Shamu. To me, yelled, Sha yelled Shamu and Ramu. They both yelled to me, okay? <laughs> Since I find it difficult to settle this dispute, I order that the mangoes be plucked and divided equally between the both of you. As for the tree, it will be cut down and the wood too will be equally divided. Ramo felt happy at the judgment. You are fair and just. Husso, I have tented that tree for seven years. I can't see it hand down. Let the tree go to Ramo. Okay, so Shamu is the one who said that. Ramo just said, okay. That's okay, but um, Shamu said, no, I care for the tree a lot. I don't want it to be so, cut down, so give it to Ramu. So if you want, you can pause right now. And with a little thinking, I'm pretty sure you can understand who the tree actually belongs to. Yeah, Shamu said like he's okay with the tree cutting down. He just needs the... And Ramu said so. Because Ramu felt happy. At yeah, actually, yeah. Ramu said that he's okay with the tree being cutting down, cut it down, and he just needs the wood and the mangoes and all. But Shamu is really worried that the tree is going to cut up because he Had cared for it. the tree. Yeah. At least that's what he said. So right now you can pause, and now and then we'll see who's actually who actually I is. I think all of you understand. Mm -hmm. Okay, everybody good now. Let's see. Shamu. I declare you to be the rightful owner. Let Ramu be whipped for telling a lie. Dun, 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 dun. So, if you guys figured it out, good job to all of you. If you didn't, it's alright because it is a story. Well, I think everyone actually. Yeah, because 
I like Sham. I like um, Sham actually because he cares about plants a lot. Yeah, like he works so hard for the for she, the uh, small like sapling to make it into a big mango tree, and he, and he wanted to cut like and he cared for it for seven years. So that's good job to the farmer. And Ramu actually deserved to be punished. Mm-hmm. And I really like Shamu one because I also want to be an environmentalist. <laughs> and I actually like Bebel because he's so wise. Like yeah, he has like, answer for everything. He, knows he also how to solve finds any a problems. way for everything. Like if it weren't for um, Birbal, then uh, there would have been a lot more trouble in Akbar's court. Rather than just asking, because when people ask, maybe they won't exactly say the truth. But well, they on didn't. a different way, he just found, found it out without them even knowing. Yeah, so that's actually a great way. Mm -hmm. So, anything else to discuss? <laughs> I don't think so. Because both of these stories, like the Frozen and also the Akbar and Bebel story, both of them were actually really, you can understand it by just hearing it, you know. Yeah, they're nice stories. Yeah, both were nice, but you can actually understand it. And we also have one more thing to say. Yeah, so as you all know, today is Friendship Day. So, happy Friendship Day! Friendship Day, friendship is one of the most important things in life. Some friendships will last for a lifetime, while others will only last for a few days. But friendship, moreover, is important to all of us. Yeah, so I think all of you are familiar with the saying, a friend in need is a friend indeed. Because that's actually uh, really true. Because a friend which which help in the time of need, yeah, in a dangerous situation and all, that's the true friend. So, yeah, so friendship, as Shreya said, a friendship is really important. So yeah, so always try to find a good friend. Like you have to be really careful while choosing a friend. Yeah, because if you think you don't have a good friend, then you should tell them that you don't want them, you don't want to be their friend because just because you think they'll be upset. Because, um, for example, if a rock is standing underneath the pollen, is underneath a tree full of pollen, the pollen will fall onto the tree and become yellow like the tree. It's the same for a person. Um, whoever is your friend, you shall start doing their habits. If they have good habits, good. But if they have bad habits like stealing, you'll soon get those habits and then it's not the best. So if you think that what they're doing is wrong, you should tell them or just... Yeah, just don't hold back. Like mm -hmm. Just because you think they're going to be sad. Also, if you feel like um, they're hurting your other friends or other people, like any of that, then you should also not only stop being their friend, but tell someone too. Yeah. So, I think it's a good place to stop. Yeah. So, if you want to hear more interesting stories like this, then subscribe to our weekly podcast. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye.